Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1610. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. I'm revved up. I should say I'm electrified and so excited to share with you today a very special guest calling in from Tampa, Florida, Lionel Selwood. Lionel Selwood is the president of Romeo Power, a company that leads the way in e-mobility with lightweight and efficient batteries. Lionel is an accomplished product management leader with expertise in operations management, financial management, Lean Six Sigma, supplier development, strategic sourcing, and product quality management. A guy who's had his hands full. His experience spans General Electric, where he graduated from the highly regarded operations management leadership program known as OMLP. He's owned profit and lost responsibility as manufacturing shop operations manager of a high volume production facility and three fast-moving innovative startups including spacex faraday and of course faraday future i should say and of course romeo power and by the way if you missed my talk yesterday with romeo powers founder and ceo mike patterson go back and listen to that show very fascinating but we're going to learn this a little bit more from lionel about his perspectives on electrically powered vehicles and so forth so sit tight keep your seatbelt on we'll be right back but first a word from our valued sponsors that make this show possible we'll be right back the best way to protect your vehicles is with a Covercraft custom fit car cover. I know because I've been using their covers on my vehicles since 1975. Plus, they offer a multitude of options depending on your situation. Indoor covers include form fit, desktop, the oh so soft fleece satin, and their very unique view shield, a cover that protects while allowing you to see your favorite vehicle while the cover's on your car. Amazing. Need a cover that will protect your ride outside? Their incredible options allow you to choose from Weather Shield, Sumbrella, Weather Shield HD, Block It, Reflect, Carhartt, Evolution, Nova, and Weather Shield HP. So many options. Whether you're looking for rain protection, UV shielding from the sun's damaging rays, breathability, dust protection, snow protection, even ding protection, and protection from those paint-destroying bird droppings. They've got you covered. Their soft-touch covers are safe for your paint, and the custom fit keeps them from blowing off. If you live in a windy area, get the Covercraft Gust Guards. They're a must-have if your car sits outside in windy conditions. Worried about theft? They have cable locks, too, with built-in grommets that keep your cover safely on your vehicle. Their website makes ordering fast and easy, and their talented customer service department will walk you through any ordering questions. They can customize a cover for almost any vehicle on the planet. And I've got a deal for you. If you use the code yeah 120 at covercraft.com you'll get 10 percent off your covercraft order that's right so go to covercraft.com use the code yeah y-e-a-h 120 at checkout and get 10 percent off on me mark here at cars yeah covercraft they've got you covered american collectors insurance that's who now protects my porsche turbo yeah the one i call my orange crush when it came time to renew my policy my carrier jacked my rates up even though i'd been with them for years i'd never made a claim no tickets nothing what's with that 
Adios. So I started shopping around and kept hearing about American Collectors Insurance from fellow automotive enthusiasts, friends, and folks in the car industry. I did some investigating and learned that American Collectors Insurance have been protecting collector vehicles since 1976. I'm not a price shopper when it comes to insurance. I want to be able to sleep at night. I also want agreed value protection for my special ride. With an agreed valued policy from American Collectors Insurance, I'll be paid what my vehicle's full agreed value is. A number I set with the insurer at the start of the policy so I know there will be no surprises about what my car's value is, should something terrible happen. I shopped around and decided to protect my car with American Collectors Insurance. Give them a call for a quote today at 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866-224-9324. And protect the ones you love. Make sure you tell them Mark sent you. You'll be glad you did. American Collectors Insurance. Classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. Hey, Lionel, welcome to Cars Yeah. Are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Ready to go. All right. Electrified, as I said, because that's what we're talking about today. But before we begin learning about you and the business What's one thing that most people don't know about you, Lionel? One thing that most people don't know about me is I have at least two albums recorded. What? You're a musician? That's correct. Really? What what kind of music and do you play instruments? Do you sing? So I, I play all sorts of drums. I'm a percussionist. All right. I write music, I sing, and I can do a little rapping as well. Wow. That's very cool. A man of many talents. I like that. Very, very cool. Well, that's why I always ask that question. It kind of sets a different tone for people. They think they see what's coming, and then we get a really nice surprise from people who are multi-talented like you are. Well, let's start this journey with a success quote or a mantra, some kind of saying that has meaning for you. It's a nice way to get the wheels turning here on Cars. Yeah, so Lionel, grab the steering wheel. Let's go. Sure. Uh, my mantra is very simple. I learned it from my grandmother, which today is her birthday, by the way. Oh, happy birthday, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Dream big, do better is the mantra that I live by. Wow. Right. So you have to think big. You have to dream the seemingly impossible. But the difference is actually getting up and going to execute on that dream. Oh, yeah. You know, very fortunate, of course, and you know you are to have a great grandmother like you do. But somebody that inspires you throughout your life with a saying like that, dream big and do even better. I mean, it's a wonderful way to go through life. How have you incorporated that into your career, your many careers that you've had in your life? Sure. So I, I've looked at it in my career of approaching challenges differently, right? So let, let's talk. We're, we're on cars here. When you let's talk about cars, reimagining what the industry can be or what a car can be, what the experiences within a car can be, right? The moment you start thinking about a car can be a computer on wheels or a different way for people to make some extra funds as we as they're at work all day. Yes. So that's that's the mantra that I just keep. How big is the problem that you're working on? Remove all of the roadblocks that you think are there or anyone puts on you, put a plan in place to get rid of it and just shock the world. Wow, it's what a great way to go through life. And we're seeing that in the automotive industry right now in a massive way. And I had a guest on the show the other day, we were talking a little bit about electric cars and we were talking about uh, the Tesla brand. I'll bring that up. And 
I said, why do you think it is? Because we were talking about how their stock valuation has just skyrocketed. And I, by the time this show airs, who knows where it's going to be? But oh my gosh, right now it's on fire. Uh, and I said, why do you think this is happening? And he had a very simple answer. He said, they're building a fun project. They've reimagined what the automobile is to people. And I had to stop and go, you know what? You're right. That's what they've done. You think of their cyber truck. Like talk about reimagining a truck. <laughs> exactly. Holy cow. I mean, yeah, it's just re so I love this whole concept. So let's kind of play on this a little bit. My next question for you is about the business. Romeo Power. Yesterday I had your colleague on the show, Mike. He talked a lot about the business. How are you integrating some of this dream big, do better into what you guys are doing there at Romeo Power? Sure. So one thing, Mike, again, is our founder. And he founded the company on the vision of ending energy poverty. Mm. Simply put, that's ensuring that everyone globally, all seven or eight billion of us, has access to reliable power electricity throughout the day. Mm. Okay? So we have a big, 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 when you talk about the dream, yes, that is our that's, dream. It's a big dream. How we approach it. <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> oh, yes. And we're very, very serious about it, too. We're very, very serious about it. And how we're doing that is... We're attacking in steps. It's so big of a dream that it's, it's probably a multi-generation endeavor, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. So what we've done at Romeo is we're taking it one step at a time. And this particular step is within the bus and truck industry. As you know, Mark, the bus and truck industry make up a majority of the commerce on our roads every day, taking yeah. our kids to school. They are not clean. Yes. So what we're doing and what I'm excited about is you just mentioned Tesla. What Tesla has done for the S and X of passenger cars, mm -hmm. we're going to help that same transition to trucks and buses globally. Yes. When you're out on the highway, if you take a trip in this great country we live in, there's so many wonderful places to go, but it's so expansive. But one thing you see when you're driving across the plains or through the mountains or through a city is truck after truck after truck. And most of them are diesel powered. Now, diesels become more clean, but still they're they're putting out a lot of pollutants. And I think Mike yesterday mentioned 30, 33 percent of the pollutants that you see, let's say, in the Los Angeles basin are from trucks and probably probably buses as well, perhaps. So this use of battery power and making it accessible to everyone, how does this relate to the different things you're doing there at Romeo Power? And kind of give us your perspective on what Romeo Power is all about. Sure. Romeo, Romeo Power is all about, again, advancing energy technology and ending energy poverty. So, so from an energy and electrification standpoint, we're going to enable the iPhone moment where essentially everyone has a mobile phone in their hand. Everyone can pick up and call. It's virtually almost, we're not there yet, but almost impossible to go anywhere in the world and you don't see someone with some type of, of mobile accessibility. Well, what we're about is doing that same thing with electrification and with energy. Okay, so, so we're really focused every day in pushing the transition to a green future. Uh, we like to call it sometimes energy democracy. That's what we're really, really about at Romeo. So how smart, how forward looking, how cutting edge can we be to have the best technology, but also at the lowest total cost price point to make it accessible to everyone throughout the world. And that's what everyone at Romeo is working on day in, day out. 
You know, it's very cool. The whole concept of it is so important because mobility is so important for everyone and everybody likes being mobile. The idea of freedom and mobility is a powerful, powerful tool. One of the things I hear from people when you talk about battery power is the batteries have to be charged from some source, right? So that, that somehow they have to be recharged, replenished. And I know in the state I live in, Washington, we have hydropower, but other parts of the world have to be powered through coal and so forth. Is there any place that I'm not seeing in the future of how batteries are going to be powered? You, you talk about solar being powered. I've got some solar power devices that I put in the window and they'll charge up my phone and computers and so forth. Is that something that you guys even delve into or how are you thinking about that as it relates to your products? Sure. So with our products, we, we design everything to the maxima. And we, we start our design journey with the end of life in mind. So Mark, what we do is all of, our, all of our, our products, you go into a truck or a bus, you have market lead in warranty, market lead in range and performance. But at the end of that term, our products can easily be put into what we call the second life which you're plugging into the storage, plugging into a house, helping you come off of the, the grid as we see it now. Okay, so, so th that's one of the biggest, biggest aspects of how we design our product. But again, tying back to our conversation earlier where what can a car be? Turning these vehicles into vehicle to grid, right? Have a school bus that can give energy back to the grid or even your passenger vehicle that can give energy back to the grid. Right. So you're kind of decentralizing through Romeo products access to electricity. And in terms of Delvin, we do have an actual energy storage system portfolio that we've designed, right? That we can also help make the grid even more greener as we go along. Yeah, that's where I wanted to go with this because the idea, you think about all these trucks that are out there. They have a huge amount of surface space on them that can be sucking up power, solar power, let's say. And then when they're parked and idle, which eh, trucks maybe not, but school buses and so forth can feed that back somewhere to something. And it, it makes me think of this. You think of your automobile. Most people drive their car to work. It sits outside all day. What if you could have it sit outside, suck power out of the, the solar, bring it back to the house, and then resupply your house with some power? That's kind of cool. That's exactly right. That is exactly right. Because if you think of it as a standard today, 80%, 90% of that car's potential is wasted. Right. I mean, look how, look how many parking lots we have globally. You drive to work, you leave your car in a parking lot, you, you, you bust your butt for 10, 12 hours, yep. then you jump back in your car, right? Yeah, so it's just sitting there, the, the, doing nothing. The, exactly. <laughs> the, new, the new way of doing things or the way that we need to globalize is you put in that battery capacity and solving for a better, more green, more efficient grid. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty cool thought process for the future indeed. I love it. You know, one of the things I ask all my guests here is to talk about a big challenge or a failure. When you're in a very innovative technology like you guys there at Romeo Power are in, no doubt you're met with a lot of challenges of trying to innovate, come up with new ideas, and then implement them into the systems and the way that you make people more mobile and more green, if you will. What's a big challenge perhaps that you face in your life? Now, maybe it might be business related. It doesn't have to be. It could be personal, it could be in a previous position. More importantly, what was that lesson that you learned that you could take forward in a positive way? So take us on a little journey here, Lionel. Sure. No problem. So, so 
what comes to mind immediately is my time at SpaceX, which, as your listeners know, is, is Elon Musk's rocket company. Yeah. And in one of our missions, the rocket blew up, quite frankly. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, that was a very, very tough day. It, it was my son's first launch watching. He was just born. Oh, my gosh. Um, so I remember the day vividly. Yeah. But what I learned from that experience is very simple. Everything, no matter if you're just walking, what type of investigation you're doing, it's very important to take everything back to first principle. Okay. Understanding of the why things happen and going five wise deep, 10 wise deep. And, and oftentimes as you do that, the solution or the, the, the permanent fix will be something so simple that you simply missed it. Yeah. So that's the biggest thing that I, that I learned during that investigation. Wow. Well, yeah, that was a big boom. I just, yeah, when that happened, <laughs> you know, you, your heart sinks uh, when these things happen. And of course, like when we lost Challenger and all those passengers uh, aboard it was just heartbreaking and it came down to a seal, an O-ring, you know, one little tiny thing uh, that didn't work. I was so excited to see the space, the recent SpaceX launch with a passenger on board. I mean, a couple passengers was absolutely brilliant. I mean, it just made you so excited. Uh, it's just too bad that what's going on now with COVID and all the chaos in the world that that more people couldn't have taken a moment, and I'm sure a lot did, but just to realize the enormity of that, of what they did there, breathtaking, and that mankind, womankind, uh, what we can achieve when we put our minds to things uh, is just out of this world. That's a bad pun, but I had to say it. I <laughs> know, <laughs> and, and you're right, Mark. It goes back to the dream big do better. Yes. I mean, some of the things that the, the innovation that we're seeing around us and that we're taking a part in, there's literally been, uh, you could probably count in your lifetime, you probably come across someone that says can't be done or likely will not happen. Right. Right. So in, in working with, with Mike and working in a Elon Musk run organization, you walk into work every day knowing anything is possible yeah. and can't it's impossible. Yeah. And that's once you have that mindset, you, you will break barriers. Absolutely. You know, I just, I love it. Here are my arms standing up when you just hearing you say that because it's just, it's so invigorating and so positive. And again, with the challenges we faced here today, how is the, the pandemic? I've been asking my guests here, is everybody in your family healthy? I sure hope so. And how it, has it affected you and the way you have to work? Sure. So every, and thank you. I appreciate you asking so much, Mark. So everybody in, in my immediate family is, is healthy. How about yours, actually? Is everybody in your family okay? Yes, thank you. Yeah, they are. And actually, the day we're recording this, I'm heading down to California, which I just shut California down again. So I'm not so sure I'm really up for this, but I, I have to go. I'm going to visit my mom and my sister, and we've got some uh, family matters to deal with down there. So we're going to go and do it. But uh, I appreciate you asking. Everyone's well and fine right now. Thank you. No, sure. No problem, Mark. In terms of, I'm glad everybody's okay. In terms of how I'm working, like we started, I'm normally in the field. I'm normally, if it's not at our manufacturing plant, I'm, I'm at customers, I'm on a plane. So I've been on the move for a couple of years as, as we've been build, really building the business. Mm -hmm. so, so I'll tell you, Mark, just, just being in the home office, yeah, has been different. <laughs> yes, no kidding. Yeah, for everybody, it's, it's a weird world. Yeah, yeah. So it, it has it has been really 
uh, really different for me, but the intensity is fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, actually, what I'm finding, and I'm making sure I keep the lines of communication open with whoever I talk to, I'm finding that people are more drained working in the home office because, quite frankly, as you know, Mark, it is nonstop. Everyone knows where you are. Yep. You're not in a plane. You're not in a commercial flight. So you can use the phone. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it is nonstop action all day long, right? So me, I'm fine. I'm accustomed. I, this is my third startup, as you said. Yep. So I'm accustomed to the intensity. Uh, but my, my colleagues that I'm working with, I always try to make sure that they're okay yeah. because the work hours are longer, much, much longer. Yeah, yeah. It, the clock never stops. I mean, it's nighttime, it's middle of the night, early in the morning, whatever it is. And and when you're dealing internationally like you are, no doubt, and I even too, I, I interview people from all over the planet. Uh, yeah, I'll get calls at 11 o'clock at night. And I'm like, who the heck is calling me at 11? Oh, it's morning. <laughs> They're in Dubai. It's noon there. So holy cow. Yeah. So uh and that's something that probably we as human beings have to figure out this new life balance a little bit so that we can equalize our life a little bit. Because it's one thing to be, I don't mind working all the time, but you need a break. You need a healthy break, uh, whatever it is, whether it's so I try to take my neighbor's dog for a walk every day to get out from behind this computer, breathe some fresh air, uh, listen to something interesting, even if it's music or I have interesting talks with my neighbor's dog. I call them talks with warden. So uh, <laughs> he's a good li- he's a good listener. That's for sure. Well, listen, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to learn a little bit about your personal passion with cars and so forth. So sit tight. We'll be right back. Hey, Mark Green here. I want to invite you to a virtual wine tasting event that I'm hosting on Thursday, August 6th at 5 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time. You've heard me talk about Adobe Road Wineries, the racing series here on Cars Yeah. Well, I've invited some of my fellow automotive enthusiasts and past Cars Yeah guests to this very special exclusive event. And I'm inviting you too. Mikhail Haggerty and Wayne Carini will be there to share their love of classic cars. Racer Lynn St. James provides her insights on racing during these crazy pandemic times and the challenges of choosing a best of show from Jeff Love and David Lillywhite, editors of Magneto. They'll be talking about their virtual Concours. When you purchase two bottles of the racing series, you'll get a private invitation to this exclusive Zoom event that centers at Adobe Road Winery, where Vintner and endurance racer Kevin Buckler and his winemaker Garrett Martin will share the secrets to their unique racing series wines. Having enjoyed these delicious blends, I promise you, you will love the racing series. Your purchase of two bottles from the racing series gets you in the virtual door. Use the code UNICEF, U-N-I-C-E-F, all one word in all caps, when you check out, and you'll get 10% off your purchase of any wine from the racing series. And Adobe Road will be giving 10% of this event sales to UNICEF. Just go to adoberoadwines.com and you'll see where to sign up. The wine ships promptly and it arrives quickly. There's always a seat at the table for excellence with the racing series. Go to adoberoadwines.com today and use the code UNICEF when you check out for a very fast and fun evening with me and these wonderful guests. Thursday, August 6th at 5 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time. Cheers! My favorite collector car magazine is Keith Martin's Sports Car Market. I've been a subscriber for decades. Sports Car Market is the Wall Street Journal for enthusiasts and collectors. It's your monthly must-read. Whether you dream of owning a collector car, maybe you have two, or maybe you've got 200. Sports Car Market has been around for 31 years, and it's filled with valuable articles, intelligent write-ups, 
and the latest auction sales. Go to sportscarmarket.com and subscribe today. And don't miss my weekly podcast with Keith Martin titled Buy, Sell, Hold. It's the essence of collecting. We talk to the movers and shakers in the collector car world. Here's a couple deals I have for you just for listening here on Cars Yeah. If you use the checkout code Cars Yeah, you'll receive a 50% discount on your digital subscription at Sports Car Market. That's an exclusive offer from Cars Yeah. And guess what? Here's another deal. If you'd like to get the actual magazine, use the code BSH for buy, sell, hold. That's code BSH. And you'll get $10 off your annual print subscription. That's right. $10 off. Both of these are exclusive offers here at Cars Yeah for Sports Car Market Magazine. Just go to sportscarmarket.com and get your deals today. Let's step away from the conversation and talk about our charity of choice here at Cars Yeah, America's Automotive Trust. America's Automotive Trust is a group of like-minded nonprofits that are working together to preserve and promote car culture across the country. Together, they provide scholarships and grants to aspiring technicians and restoration artists. They provide youth education programs and bring communities together through auto-related events, car shows, and drives. Among these nonprofits is TechForce Foundation, a great organization dedicated to solving the technician shortage that threatens the transportation industry today. By providing career development resources and increasing awareness and enthusiasm for the tech profession, TechForce is bringing bright young students into the auto, diesel, aviation, marine, motorcycle, motorsports, and restoration worlds. To date, they've awarded more than $10 million in scholarships and grants to tech students. And in times like these, I don't have to tell you how essential those techs are. Keeping our delivery and emergency vehicles running and keeping America rolling. To learn more about TechForce or to make a donation to this cause, visit www.techforce.org. You'll be glad you did. All right, Lionel, we're back. I'd love for you to share a story that you have, uh, a little bit of a personal passion you have with automobiles. Is there a pivotal moment in your life and you thought, you know what, I think I might be a car guy? Definitely. So so twofold. My, my grandfather, my grandfather Pete, he is is a, a skill mechanic. So I've always been around cars. He, If, if you needed a car fixed in, in the Virgin Islands and St. Thomas, more than likely you gave Pete a car. <laughs> okay. Um, but but my cousin, my cousin Lakeel, he was into overhauling cars. I'm I'm talking about upgrading the engines, changing the clutch, adding double overhead cams, even painting them. Wow! His work, seeing you know him leading the overhaul of these cars. Yeah. Even though grandfather was always in me, that's what really made me say, "Wow." I'm a car guy. <laughs> Very cool. Now, are you originally from St. Thomas, the Virgin Islands? Yes, born and raised. Born and raised there. Born and raised. Now, is there is there much of a car culture there? Is there other groups of people that are into cars and car clubs and things like that? Oh my goodness, Mark! It. Oh yes. Okay. Oh great. yes, the Virgin Islands is very very big on cars, big on tuning, uh, and on Quart is actually a, a big drag strip that people go to and see all the time. So the car culture in the Virgin Islands is very strong and well. Cool. Well, you know what? I find that all over the planet, no matter how big or small a country is, there's always some car people there, some enthusiasts that like to enjoy vehicles. Let's talk about your first really special vehicle, the first car in your life that had meaning for you. What was that? 
the first car that I had meaning in my life, it was nicknamed the Blue. So going back to my to my cousin again, it, it was a Honda Civic where he, he upgraded the engine and and redid the interior and 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 sprayed it. It was it's kind of a, a candy blue exterior color. Cool. And the reason it was real special to me because it was the first time that I was involved and got to watch the entire process okay. and see what went into actually bringing this from what you know we all call in the auto world stock yep to a tuned vehicle nice. and and that was the car to be honest with you that that's the car that i learned to drive uh manual uh-huh. on oh, <laughs> yeah yeah well everybody should have that skill right <laughs> so so that's it that was the first car and you called it the blue the blue. The blue. Right. I like that. That's a cool That's name, right. especially being in uh, St. Thomas, surrounded by beautiful blue water. So I like it. Exactly. <laughs> okay, Lionel, I'm going to get into your head a little bit here. I'll bet no one's asked you this question before. If you woke up tomorrow and you were magically manifest as a vehicle, you turned into a vehicle, not what you want to be, but how you perceive you and your attributes tied into the kind of vehicle you've become, what would Lionel be and why? Oh, all day with a Romeo Bell power battery pack, but a roadster. A roadster. Road okay. Star. Okay. Yes. And the reason being, again, just the true north defying all odds of what people think you should be uh-huh. or what the history that people try to write for you before you've written it for yourself. Just that's why it would be a roadster because it was inconceivable at the time, right? We can never have a car that looks great that can go zero to 60 in two seconds, all of the naysayers. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, so that's what I would be if I was manifested into a vehicle. I love that. It's a great answer. Perfect for you, obviously, working there, Romeo Power. You know, a little sports car, that'll fit you just fine. So, uh, yeah, I think that's pretty cool. And when you think about the instant on powers, like driving a slot car, oh, my gosh, these things <laughs> these things are fast. So, very cool. They go. Yeah, they do. Yeah, hold on. So, we are entering what I call the last lap. This is a bit of a lightning round. I'm going to ask you some questions and see if, you know, I always say, I always ask my guests some quick blips of the throttle answer but you can't really blip a throttle on a electric car can you hmm okay well well yeah that's an we'll just make the vroom vroom sounds as we go through this so here we go would you share one of your personal habits lionel that you believe has helped contribute to your many successes in life so i would say i would characterize it as resiliency waking up extremely early uh around 4 a.m every day and i think the calculation is that gives me about 20 more days per year to wow. put in the work than everybody else. You and Mike, you're the early birds. You know, I thought I got up early oh, yeah. around 5.30, but you guys have me beat. Now, I, now I've got to <laughs> I've got a, a claw at my way out of bed a little earlier to keep up with you guys. I think that's cool, though. But <laughs> but you know, you're right. Um, I think for me, it started when I was a paper boy. I had to get up at four in the morning and deliver papers. And that got me out into the surf for about an hour before I went to school, that dawn patrol, so I could go surfing every morning and uh, gee the first one out in the water. So, yeah, I like that. Early morning risers. That's important. Why waste the day? Yeah, think about it. Exactly, Mark. And sorry to catch up, but if you think about it, by the time the world or the people in your time zone wakes up, people like you and I, like Mike, and many others who have embraced this, waking up, done some exercise, done some customer calls, some emails, 
spend some time thinking and strategizing about the future and putting a plan in place yeah. to go in and getting it done all while people are sleeping. And then we still have the rest of the day to make magic. <laughs> there, I know. It's incredible. <laughs> Very inspirational for sure, Lionel. How about if I could arrange for you to sit down and have a drink or a meal with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased? Who would you like to spend that time with? Lee Iacocca. Yes. Hands down. I mean, the way that he, with uh, a descendant of a founder-led company at Ford, and then kind of having to save Chrysler in the way that he did, mm -hmm. I, I would love to have a drink with him. Rest his soul. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Amazing person. How about the best automotive advice someone else has ever offered you? What would that be? Safety and quality, non-negotiable. <laughs> best advice i've ever gotten absolutely very important how about a resource is there a go-to for you now this could be a website you like an app a podcast a person a supplier something that kind of is a place you go over and over again no no come on that is RomeoPower.com, please. <laughs> Visit it every day. <laughs> well, of course. And if Mike's listening, which I'm sure he is, there you go, Mike. You got the right guy on board here. I mean, he's your man. Gets up early, promotes the business. Ah, uh, yeah. Very nicely done. Very nicely done. How about a book, Lionel? Is there a book you've read you think our listeners should read? Uh, for cars, yeah. I would say check out American Turnaround, Ed Whitaker with Leslie Collins. Okay. Yeah, but I, I'm not so sure anybody's ever suggested that book. I'll have to go back and check. I've had got over 1,600 books listed on my guest recommended books page on my website. American Turnaround. Yeah, excellent, excellent choice. I'll have to get my hands on that. That sounds like a good one. <laughs> All right, listeners, uh, we're up to the checkered flag here. And Lionel, this next question can be a bit of a doozy. I'm going to buy you a vehicle today, something fun, something for you to enjoy not a daily driver, but something to, you know, take out on weekends or evenings or whatever. But there's a couple rules to this game. You can't sell it to fund your next big project. It's a keeper. You've got to hang on to it. And I want you to drive it. No garage queens, as we call them around here. No dust collectors. But here's the hard part. It's the only one cool collector car you can park in your garage. So what can I buy you today? Lamborghini Countach. <laughs> okay. Hands down. <laughs> we went right to the right to the big boy. Um, yeah. Um, well, let me ask you this. So we're talking about the old Countach, right? When they first yeah. came out. You like the Periscopo, the first version of that? The first version, the line. Yeah. 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 Yes. <laughs> yeah. What a beautiful vehicle. You know, I got to visit the Lamborghini uh, factory and they have the first one built there and uh you know the the subsequent versions that came along were nice but they started getting kind of weird and too much stuff added on them i love that original yeah. car it's so simple i that that would be it so mark you can buy me that okay i will i will never forget you for it <laughs> well i would i would hope not yeah my goodness well um just so i get the right car for you here lionel what color do you want this thing to be red oh red, red. it has okay. to be red okay Okay, yeah. we can do that. You know, it's something interesting. When I was at the factory, they had one sitting there, and it was green. And the lady that was giving us the tour, she said, I want to show you something. And she lifted up the engine lid, and there was a little paint piece of ch paint chipped off, and it was red underneath. And I said, why would they put a base coat of red? And she said, aha. Back when uh, Mr. Ferruccio Lamborghini made the first Coon Talk, it was in red. And then he wanted to take it to a different car show but he wanted everyone to think there was more than one so they painted the original car green so everyone thought there were two of them right 
And that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know who else who did that trick back in the day was Carol Shelby. He did the same thing. He would repaint a car and take it somewhere else. So they thought there was more of the made, which gave them more credibility. <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah. So I asked her, I said, well, will you ever restore it back to the original color? And she said, that's the big debate right now is what should we do? Do we leave it green or do we go back to red? I don't know. I said, you know, it makes for a pretty good story. I think I'd leave it green. It kind of tells you the the thought process of those pioneers back in the day because Lamborghini, you know, he was a small guy making farm tractors when he started producing sports cars. He wasn't what the company is today. A lot like startups that you've been a part of, you figure out ways to do things, right? And be innovative. That's right. Yeah, yeah, very nice. You know, you picked one of my bucket list cars there, Lionel, so that puts a big smile on my face. You've taken me on a wonderful ride today, my friend. I want to thank you for sharing your time with us today. Before I let you go, though, could you share one little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you rip off down the Beeline Highway there in Florida? Because I've driven down that in a 250 short (laughs) wheelbase Ferrari um, in that beautiful Lamborghini Countach. Sure. Definitely. Uh, so thank you today, Mark. But I would say, again, dream big, do better. Do not let anybody dampen your dreams. You can literally do anything you want to do, especially in the U.S. of A. So yeah. get up, go at it, and don't stop. Great words. And, uh, you know, bless your grandmother for that instilling that dream into your mind. Dream big, do better. That's a saying everyone should have on their bathroom mirror when they get up in the morning and look at that. So so bless your grandmother for that. Uh, What's the best way for our listeners to learn more about you and follow along with your escapades there at Romeo Power? RomeoPower.com. There you go. We will keep you posted on our mission and vision. Absolutely, absolutely. Listeners, you can find all these great links that Lionel has shared with us today on his very own Cars yeah show notes page. Just go to CarsYeah.com, type in Lionel Selwood, S-E-L-W-O-O-D, and that page will be right there. A nice shout out to Jessica Bass at Blaze PR for introducing me to Lionel and Mike yesterday's show. If you missed my talk with Mike Patterson, go back and listen to it on the Cars yeah website. Lionel, thanks for being so generous today with your time and expertise and for sharing your incredible life with the Cars yeah listeners. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thank you, Mark. You're welcome. If you're listening to Cars Yeah, you've probably spent some time working on your favorite ride. But how confident are you working on your finances? You may be able to rebuild a fuel injection system, but can you decipher the details of a mutual fund? If you're like me, investments, insurance, annuities, budgeting, and other financial concepts may seem a bit daunting. But what if I told you there's a book that describes these subjects and more in an easy-to-read and a very humorous way? My friend Chris Kimball, CFP, a longtime sponsor and past guest here on Cars yeah, has written that book, and it's titled The Saga of Ike and Penny, a couple's humorous journey through the confusing world of finance. It's a fun look at things you need to know, everything from investing to effective ways to get rid of credit card debt, and it's probably the only book on finance with a VMAX on the front cover and a classic Mini Cooper on the back. The book's available at Amazon for just $10, and this book will dramatically improve the direction of your financial future. I gave copies to each of my children. All securities are through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Christopher Kimball Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Get your copy, The Saga of Ike and Penny, today. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up! 
a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!